From Radio 81, WEDO, and TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers, 30 Minutes, a new weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. I'm Jason Toger, the Executive Director. Over the coming weeks, we're hoping to spend a little bit of time talking one-on-one with elected officials, community volunteers, and other folks who are trying to make a difference in the Monyoc area. And we're hoping to take your questions, too, on Facebook and on Twitter at Tube City Online. And good morning from Radio 81, WEDO, and TubeCityOnline.com. My guest this morning is Dan Burns. Dan, what is your title here with the... I am the president of the Mifflin Township Historical Society. And where are we sitting right now here? We are at our new home, which is the actual former uh, West Mifflin Police Station on Green Springs Avenue, uh, at the top of the hill here in, uh, on the north end of West Mifflin, just above Kennywood. Uh, the borough of West Mifflin uh, was kind enough to invite us as, uh, as a, a tenant here, so um, we, we moved in uh, back about a month and a half ago. And uh, the reason I got in touch with you uh, for today's program was uh, they had a grand opening celebration here uh, a couple of days ago. Yes, yes, we did. We, we had a ribbon cutting, yes. And uh, how many, you had 12 different municipalities represented, was that true? Well, we sent invitations to 12 municipalities. Unfortunately, uh, we had a couple that didn't show up. A couple uh, did call and uh, give us uh, their their uh, their apologies uh, because of schedule conflicts, whatever. But we did have a few mayors here. Uh, we had uh, a couple, uh, we had a state representative uh, courts. Uh, we had uh, Allegheny County uh, uh, Councilman uh, Bob Macy was here. So it was it was a great turnout. West Mifflin uh, mayor, uh, council people were here. It was, it was wonderful. Well, well, wait a minute. Now explain this to me because you're the Mifflin Township Historical Society. Why'd you invite 13 municipalities if this is West Mifflin? Okay, well, we are often confused for the West Mifflin Historical Society. We're actually the Mifflin Township Historical Society. Okay. Um, the best way to explain it is, is how I tell people. In 1788, uh, which was the same time that Allegheny County was formed here in western Pennsylvania, Mifflin Township was established. Uh, everything on the Kennywood side of the river, on the Mon side of the river, from Hayes through Jefferson Hills, was Mifflin Township, 13 municipalities. How many townships were there in Allegheny County when it was formed? Uh, there were, I believe, seven at, at the time when Allegheny County was formed, and, a, and, a, and most of them still exist today. Uh, Mifflin Township, however, every one of the municipalities broke off on their own over the years, uh, West Mifflin being the last to break into its own borough municipality, and that was in 1944. We'll, so. we'll, we'll go into a little bit more of the details about, uh, or, the, or the mechanics of how that happened, but uh, uh, first things first, tell me about yourself. Where did you grow up at? I grew up in, uh, in, in Whitehall, uh, Prospect Park. I, I, came, uh, I came to the Mon Valley uh, after uh, getting out of the police academy. I became a, a police officer for the city of Duquesne. So that's how I came to this area. And, uh, and I really, I, I always loved history. Uh, even in college, I minored in American history. And I, uh, history just thrills me. And, and working in a town like Duquesne, again, a lot of great history. Uh, I, I really, uh, I, I joined the Historical Society and, uh, and that uh, the rest is... Uh, is uh, it's history, is no history. pun intended. <laughs> yes, no pun. <laughs> Our guest this morning on Radio 81 WEDO and Tube City Online is uh, Dan Burns. He's the president of the Mifflin Township Historical Society. Uh, you, you said you were a West Mifflin police officer, when did, or, or, or Duquesne police officer, excuse yeah. me. Uh, when did you uh, join the force over there? I started in 94. Okay. Uh, and I, uh, I was in an accident uh, a few years, uh, well, just a, a few years ago. So I, I actually... Uh, I retired after 15 years uh, and uh, was looking for something to do, and um, I was uh, forbidden to sit in a recliner all day, uh, so my wife said to be active, and, uh, and I, I, went, I came back to the Historical Society. Now, you've written at least one book, I think more than one, though. 
I've written correct? four. Four actually. books now. Yes. And, and, and what are those books? Uh, I wrote uh, four local history books. Uh, the first one I wrote on the city of Duquesne. Uh, uh, and again, uh, a town with uh, a lot of great history with the establishment of the mill uh, and and uh, just uh, with the contributions uh, made by Duquesne. Um, the second one that I did, I uh, did one on Bedford. That's called Bedford and its Neighbors, and it's on uh, the town of Bedford in Bedford County. Um, I did uh, the third one was on uh, the history of Pittsburgh's rivers, uh, which I had a lot of fun doing that one. And then the last book that I had written was uh, uh, it's called Homestead in the Steel Valley, and it was Homestead, West Homestead, and Munhall. Yeah, the, du- the Duquesne one and the Homestead, West Homestead, and Steel Valley uh, books are definitely the ones that I was familiar with. I wasn't aware of the River one yes. or of the Bedford one. Those are all available. Uh, people go to Amazon, for instance? They're on Amazon. They're at Barnes & Noble. Uh, yes, you can get them online or at the bookstore. So let's go back to this whole uh, notion of Mifflin Township. You said uh, seven townships were set up in Allegheny County in 1788. Well, what was here before that? Basically, this was just a lot of uh, it was a lot of land. Uh, you know, the land in this area, like uh, much of Pennsylvania, was granted uh, from from the king for to people for service from the Revolutionary War, uh, from the uh, the war uh, French Indian War. Um, so a lot of the people settled, and it was this was basically basically farmland. Uh, you know, and then uh, but uh, with the mill and the establishment of of the mill and in the Steel Valley coming up from Pittsburgh, uh, you know, uh, from everything from. Uh, river industry to uh, farmland to mining. Uh, the mines in this area were also very popular. So, was there was there sort of a disputed claim? Because I I feel like I've read that there was sort of a disputed claim as to whose territory this was, whether this was Pennsylvania or Virginia. Well, and initially uh, this was all Virginia. I mean, mm-hmm. everything was Virginia. As a matter of fact, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, it was uh, Governor Dinwiddie uh, in Virginia uh, sent uh, sent that uh, that. that Brash uh, young man, uh, what was his name? Washington. Oh, yeah, George Washington. George Washington. Left here. He was a uh, he was a surveyor, uh, and uh, didn't we send him up here uh, to um, to survey the land? Uh, and by the way, stop by that fort uh, down on uh, down at the point called Fort Duquesne and, and deliver a letter that pretty much said, you know, uh, Governor Dinwiddie, uh, get out. Uh, and the French laughed at him, fed him, and kicked him out the door. <laughs> um, so this was all. So that was the dispute of the land: what this was French or it was it was colony. Um, and then uh, over time, uh, as a matter of fact, it, it's funny because you know, uh, regarding Bedford, why I thought Bedford was so interesting, and, and there's so many ties uh, to this to this area from Bedford and Bedford County. Um, before the establishment of Mifflin Township, if you, you owned land here and you had to pay your taxes, you went to Bedford to pay your taxes. I, I would not have wanted to be someone uh, doing paperwork for, for deed work uh, back in the mid-1700s because it would have been <laughs> really... Time on the horse. Really confusing. Yes, really confusing. Our, our guest this morning on Radio 81 WEDO and TubeCityOnline.com is Dan Burns. He is the president of the Mifflin Township Historical Society. They've recently moved into what most recently was the West Mifflin Borough Police Station, uh, and then uh, before that was the West Mifflin Borough Building. We're, 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 when was this building built? What's the history of this building? This building was built, this is actually uh, the, uh, the township, the Mifflin Township Building, uh, okay. uh, uh, back uh, in, in uh, 19, I want to say 1933, okay. this was built. Um, uh, it's actually a, a fallout shelter as well, so we're, we're, <laughs> we're well, we know where to go. Uh, but uh, it's it was uh, again it's one of those uh, one of those buildings that uh, they don't build them like this anymore um, and it's uh, but you know it, it was it was great because the borough actually approached us and said look you know we, we want to give you a facility we want to let you have the building uh, uh, to use uh, do something with it and, and that's uh, that's very um, odd uh, well not odd it's very uh, uh, uncommon to, yeah. to happen with with historical societies you know they're usually banging on people's doors looking for a home and. They actually, the borough came to us and said, look, make this work. You were in the old, um, well, I don't want to say old, it wasn't that old, the, the building up near the Allegheny County Airport, yes. where West Mifflin Borough was until recently, and they've moved their offices over to Lebanon Road. Yes. Uh, 
on the other side of Allegheny County Airport. You, th this building is sort of above Kennywood, um, yeah. and would you say this is kind of the heart of the old Mifflin Township? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, well, everything, I, it's hard to get a dead center, okay. uh, because again, you're looking at, uh, you know, from Hayes to Jefferson, so uh, Pleasant Hills, uh, West Mifflin, uh, Jefferson, Duquesne, uh, you know, West Homestead, Homestead, Monhall, this was all once Mifflin Township, one, one municipality, one area. Um, this would be about the center, uh, I could say close close to the river, um, you know, uh, and, and again, it, it's nice that the, the facility gives us, uh, you know, uh, we're, we're, it gives us a central location, uh, you know, for not just the township, but to Pittsburgh and everything else, too. What would life have been like when uh, the township was first erected in the, the 1788, you said? Uh, yes. Yeah. What, 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 what was here? You said farmland, but I mean log cabins? Are we talking like little house on the prairie type days? Pretty much, pretty much. Um, there were a lot of farming um, and, and a lot of really heavily wooded area. And again, because of the hills, uh, it wasn't flat. So uh, the farming was, was small pockets of farming, not exactly like as we would think the, the farmland on the plains uh, would be conducive to large, wide open areas. Uh, it was you know, mainly you know, small family farms here and small family properties. And, and again, uh, going back to the time of, of land grants, most of this stuff was never even used. I mean, uh, you, know, uh, you know, the king would give, uh, would give William Penn, uh, you know, 100,000 acres in, in central Pennsylvania just because he was just generous and, and grateful for, the, for, for his service <laughs> well, during the war. So. But there were also, after the Revolutionary War, weren't there some land given away to the soldiers? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, and there were a couple here. Uh, matter of fact, uh, Duquesne is one of the areas that uh, there was a gentleman who, who settled that area, and was Benjamin Tate. And uh, you know he had a lot of he had a big farm uh, down uh, down right off the river uh, that was that was pretty flat which what we now know as Duquesne Place uh, down off A thirty seven that was pretty much the Tate farm and the Tate farmland. You know? It's it's weird for us to think you know when we sort of consider that you know, the nineteen fifties we think of as being the good old days or the nineteen forties or the or the depression or the nineteen right. twenties maybe we even go back as my grandmother could to the World War One era but. We're talking 300 years ago almost, or 250 years ago, certainly. Yes. Um, way before streets, way before even the railroads came through uh, this area. Yes, absolutely. You know, and, and it's interesting because not just here, but across the state, uh, when you look at the highways that we have, and including here in Pennsylvania and in western Pennsylvania through Mifflin Township, the highways were the old Indian trails yeah. uh, and, and the old animal trails. And again, the highways, like kind of like water, people took then uh, the paths of least resistance. So, you know, the, the quickest path through the mountains or over the hill or, or, or along the river or now the highways that, that we see. So uh, there is a bit of a remnant, but you really got to use your imagination if you're standing on top of uh, the hillside trying to envision what, what, what it looked like before uh, the roller coasters were built at Kennywood. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or before the hills were leveled and, and the trees were chopped out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Our, our guest this morning on Radio 81 WEDO and TubeCityOnline.com is Dan Burns. He's president of the Mifflin Township Historical Society. Do you have a website? Yes, we do. It's uh, www.mifflintownship.org. We're going to take a quick 30-second break, and we'll be back here with more on Radio 81 WEDO and TubeCityOnline.com. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. 
and we're back here on Radio 81, WEDL, and TubeCityOnline.com, where we're recording this show, actually, uh, on location. We are at the new home of the Mifflin Township Historical Society, and our guest this morning is Dan Burns. He's the president of the society. Uh, we are in the old West Mifflin Borough Building, and after that it was the West Mifflin Police Station. It's a, This is, uh, what, the corner of Green Springs Avenue, and that's Homestead Duquesne Road there? Yes, yes. Uh, just sort of up the hill from Kennywood and up the hill from Duquesne. Right. We were talking about the fact that people get confused that it's the Mifflin, West Mifflin Borough Historical Society versus the Mifflin Township Historical Society, and you were explaining to us before we took the break what Mifflin Township kind of was. It was one, there were only seven, we have 130, I believe, municipalities now in Allegheny County, and back then there were only seven. Yes, uh, yeah, and I, it's six or seven. I don't remember okay. exactly how, how many uh, townships, uh, but there are still some that, that exist, and most of them are, are still in existence today. Uh, but uh, yeah, Mifflin Township was formed out of what's modern day, about 13 municipalities. Uh, the city of Pittsburgh actually has two of them, which was uh, Hayes and Lincoln Place, where, where originally Mifflin Township to start with. Uh, so tell us about the Historical Society. When did it get started? Actually, the society itself started as the Homestead Historical Society okay. back, back around 1980, the early sure. 1980s. Um, it, it went through, as mo many you know, societies do, uh, many you know, nonprofits do, they go through you know, metamorphosis from time to time. And uh, it became then the, uh, uh, the Homestead and Mifflin Township Historical Society. Um, that actually, uh, that name changed a, a few years after because that, the name was kind of redundant because Homestead was in Mifflin Township. Mifflin Township. So, so then it became the Mifflin Township Historical Society. But when, when, it, when it started, it started in somebody's house. Uh, and then it went to the Homestead Library. Uh, and uh, there was a room, uh, we occupied a room down there. Uh, and then we went to the borough building, uh, I want to say uh, 2005, maybe, uh, the one across from the county airport. Uh -huh. uh, and then uh, we had this opportunity to come here. About how many people are involved? Well, that's also changed. We're, we're kind of in a, in a new uh, a new era here. Uh, there was a gentleman uh, who, has, who was running the society uh, who's actually in, involved in so many other endeavors. Um, uh, he basically has kind of backed off a lot of his responsibilities. That's when we've taken it over. Uh, the society floundered for a while just because of just the, the work. work. Yeah, it, it is a lot of work. And it's and, a lot of work to put on one or two people. Absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting. I was just telling somebody the other day that we like Heinz. I mean, not compare us to Heinz, but, uh, but pretty much societies like us, uh, you know, the, the, the two things that we are always looking for are donations and volunteers, which are, you know, the worker bees of, of an organization, yeah. uh, you know, and that's the toughest thing. So the society floundered for a couple of years. Um, at that time, we had, uh, we had quite a few members and we were really involved. And so now we're, we've, moving into this building, we're kind of resurrecting the old, uh, the old days from the mid-2000s. Uh, so um, we're up to about 175 members, uh, give or take a few. What's the requirement to become a member? Um, you, have to, uh, uh, you have to be able to be conscious. Um, you have to. Uh, so there's, there's no entrance exam. Huh? <laughs> there's there's no. Uh, we're, we're not we're, we're not picky. Yeah. Uh, you know, basically like like any historical society, obviously the people have to have a passion for history, mm -hmm. uh, and and we we help them with that passion. So we have members that are not just local. We have people from all over the United States that, that are members. Um, and uh, what we we used to uh, do a newsletter to do a mailing newsletter, but that was back before a lot of the things we have today, such as uh, social internet, media Facebook, and internet. Yeah. So our newsletters are now, uh, they're PDFs and, and they're emailed, which some people don't like that. They like reading the old hard copy, yeah. but, but the, the, the advantage is that EDF, or PDFs are full color, uh, you know, so we, we can give nice photos and, uh, and, and, and that's uh, something we weren't able to do before. So uh, to be a member, um, it's, it's $25 a year. Uh, we're accepting memberships now that will actually be good through 2015. 
Um, and with the membership, uh, you, uh, we're going to be, uh, well, you, you get the, the newsletter emailed, so you're in the loop of the things that are going on, not just with us, but historically in, in the area. Um, what we offer here for members to come in, uh, we have resources uh, that uh, are just uh, staggering. Uh, what, are, what are some of those resources? Because I'm wondering what's uh, beyond the fact that, hey, it's, it's nice to be connected to your friends and neighbors, whether they're in Jefferson Hills or Hayes or West Mifflin or Duquesne or Clareton. Clareton was part of Mifflin Township. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so wherever they may have been, uh, it's nice to be connected. But what, what resources do they get to, to join the Historical Society? Well, the resources we have here, uh, we have a computer database, uh, for example, um, that uh, we have um, obituaries from the newspapers, from from uh, everything in Mifflin Township. We have funeral records. So the newspapers um, would have been what? The, there was a newspaper in Homestead, the Homestead we Messenger? Have, we the Homestead Messenger. The we Progress. have the Clareton paper. Uh -huh. We have uh, uh, the Valley Mirror. We have uh, these newspapers going back. Actually, the Homestead Messenger, for example, goes back to the 1880s. And what would people use these obituaries for? They're doing genealogy? Um, yeah, the, the idea is, and, and, and we're working to this, and again, the volunteers, but the idea with us, is with, with many historical societies, is you're able to walk in the door uh, and and say your say your great grandfather uh, worked in say Homestead at the turn of the 20th century, um, you're going to be able to come in and key his name into the computer and up will pop. Uh, we have maybe like a, a photo of, of him with the the Odd Fellows gathering. We have wow. that uh, th that photo in in drawer A and cabinet two. Uh, we have his high school yearbook from uh, from Homestead from say 1914. Uh, we have uh, his, his obituary on on the computer file. Um, one thing that's nice is uh, uh, the, the, the gentleman who, who ran the society for a while, he secured a, a, a quite a substantial grant just for the purpose of digitizing uh, the old Homestead Messenger newspaper. We should mention his name, Jim Hartman. Oh, yeah, Jim, yes. fellow's name and, and very nice guy. And yes. yeah, he, he secured a grant to digitize all these old newspapers. Yes, so we have now, because, because of his work, we have over 12,000 digital files of every page uh, of, of all of these newspapers as PDFs. Good, great. We have them online, or not online, but we have them here in our in, in our system. So you're able to come in and look at, say, the Homestead Messenger obituary from uh, August 12th of, of uh, uh, 1904. We, we have that here. Our guest this morning on uh, Radio 81, WEDO, and TubeCityOnline.com is Dan Burns. He's president of the Mifflin Township Historical Society. Give us the website again. It's www. Mifflin Township, all one word, dot org. And you've got a, you're on Facebook too. You've got an active presence on Facebook too. We do, we do. We have, uh, and we have more members joining. And uh, so we use the, and, and again, you know, the advantage that we have now that we didn't have uh, years ago was the fact that uh, the social media and able to get the word out and the, you know, and the, and, and the online emails and things. So we're going to take advantage of, of, of all of that. Uh, what can people see if they come here to the building up here in Green Springs, Alabama? Um, we have, uh, oh geez, we, you know, where, where do I start? We have the yearbooks from, uh, and we have most of the yearbooks. We're still collecting this more. This from all the high schools? From, from West all Mifflin, West, North, Mifflin. West Mifflin South, whether you were north or south. You're... North, south, Duquesne, Clareton, yeah. Uh, yeah, Homestead. We, have, we do have most of the Homestead yearbooks here uh, on, on our shelves. Um, we have, uh, as I said, uh, the digital files, uh, the newspapers, and uh, that tops over 12,000 digital files. So we have them on hard drive here. And uh, we have um, uh, books uh, written about every municipality that was once Mifflin Township. We have some pretty rare books. Um, we also have uh, some, some items uh, from, from back uh, at the turn, of the, uh, the turn of the 20th century. We have some, some, steel, mill, uh, some steel mill items. Uh, so pretty much um, if you're looking for family history or you're doing research for a book, 
we have most of the information to help you out here. We're going to take one more quick 30-second break, and we'll be back with more. And we're going to ask you about the, uh, I understand you're going to lock people up, too, if they get out of hand here. <laughs> sure, we can do that. Our guest this morning is Dan Burns. We'll be right back on Radio 81, WEDO, and TubeCityOnline.com. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email tubecitytiger at gmail.com. And we're back here on Radio 81 WEDO and TubeCityOnline.com with Dan Burns, who's president of the Mifflin Township Historical Society. They've just moved into what was originally the Mifflin Township Municipal Building and then was the West Mifflin Borough Municipal Building and then was the West Mifflin Police Station. And Dan, I understand that if, if any members get out of line, you can lock them up here. Is that true? Yes. Actually, the building, uh, the, the back, and I, I say the back third of the building is actually still a substation for the police for the officers the police. for the north end okay. guys. So, um, but you know, the jail cells are still there. Uh, but uh, yeah, the police come in and they use the restroom. And then we have like a little kitchen here that we let them, you know, the, yeah, the, sure. no, we don't let them. I mean, they come in and use it. So it's so a great, the hey, it, it's a great partnership and we don't need to buy a security system for our stuff. <laughs> you know, the, the police are here. The best, the best security you can uh, get in West Mifflin. Right, right. Uh, you, you, you were mentioning before we, we took a little break that you've got artifacts from, for, for instance, from the steel industry. What's, what sort of things do you have? Well, we have some of the, uh, uh, we have an iron stamp uh, from, from the, that was used to stamp some of the metal. Uh, we don't, I don't know the date on that. Uh, one of the things we just acquired, in fact, was uh, a guy had found it fishing on uh, our, our side of the Mon River, uh, just below what's Kennywood. About the year of Braddock's Crossing, and we have it in our collection, and it is a, uh, a, a, King, a King, King Louis um, halfpenny. Wow, from, uh, Brent, from France. From France. So, so likely so, dropped by a French soldier. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Dropped by or taken off of, and, uh, sure. but, but he found it in, in, in the mud on, along the riverbank. So, I mean, th those are things that we're excited uh, to share with the, with the kids uh, that are going to eventually come here this spring, uh, and we're, we're doing things with that. The room we're kind of sitting in, um, you mentioned that, how many boxes did you bring over here? We brought, from the, uh, the, the old borough building, we brought about a, a, a nearly 100 banker boxes. So those full. big document-holding boxes. Yes. And, and we're sort of surrounded by them. This is one of those occasions where, you know, we don't do television. Um, so I can't really show you, but uh, we're kind of surrounded uh, by these banker boxes. What is the room that we're sitting in right now? Um, this actually, uh, we are going, working toward uh, making this like a museum and display room. Uh, okay. We have some uh, lighted display cases coming where we will be wa uh, um, locking up some artifacts, uh, but for people to come in and see them. We have, uh, we have mannequins in, in period costume. Uh, so uh, one of the things that, that the borough uh, had, had asked us to, to, to do with them is uh, to have a place that they can bring the grade school kids for field trips. Uh, so kind of like a classroom education museum. Sure. So uh, we're going to be doing that in the spring. So we'll come, uh, kids will come down, we'll do some educational classes. Uh, we'll talk about the importance of, of the Steel Valley and Mifflin Township uh, you know, for the World War One and World War II efforts uh, making steel. Uh, we'll talk about the history from the farmland, uh, Bettis Field. Uh, so we'll, we'll Bettis give Field, the kids. where Charles Lindbergh landed, where yes. uh, Helen Ritchie, who uh, is a name for people in McKeesport, well-known, of yes. course. 
female uh, commercial airline pilot uh, took off from Bettis Field. Right, and, and today we can't, are we allowed to talk about Bettis Field? I, we, I, I think we're allowed to. Okay, it. okay, I was just wondering, I want to get in trouble. You know, Bettis <laughs> being also uh, uh, where a lot of the uh, earlier work on the nuclear navy. Absolutely. Uh, after World War II and Absolutely. during Korean War and, and, and Vietnam War, so there is an awful lot of history. Okay. It just, it just the 20th century alone in this Mifflin Township area, which is, as you said, stretches from where to where? Um, from from uh, on the on the Kennywood side of the Mon River, uh -huh. from Hayes through Jefferson Hills. Also, all the way down to the Washington County line. Then. Down to the Washington County so line. So, just in the 20th century, there's a lot of history, uh, and, yes. and that's letting aside the the 19th century when the coal mines were were. This is a lot of <laughs> all, all the people who have, have purchased mine subsidence insurance for their house uh, well know this entire area was was coal mine. In fact, from uh, from the point in Pittsburgh up through Elizabeth, there were all over over 30 mines. Off of the river alone, uh, thirty uh, the, the small mines, uh, the little mom and pop mines, all the way down to some larger mines. Uh, and I say large because the large family was very involved in mining. And is that where the name? So people always want to know where the name large yes. came from. Oh, yes. the, on Route Fifty One. Didn't mean big. That mean, it, it was the family. Uh, it's such a small town. It was the family. Such a such a small village. Yes. We couldn't figure out why. Right, and you know, and a lot of the descendants are still here, and, the, and the they're uh, yeah, yes. So, and it's interesting that you know we, we talk about the, the size of Mifflin Township. I don't want to make anybody mad, but when you talk about the Heinz History Center, you know, Heinz is actually the Western Pennsylvania Historical Society, right. but we are second only to Heinz in size. Uh, in terms of the area, in terms of the area that that we cover, absolutely. So, I mean, as, you know, as, a, as a retired police officer, is that where you found a lot of criminals in large? Because um, I've heard a lot of criminals are at large. Uh, they usually are. No, they're not. They're at large, yeah, not in large. Not, oh, not in large. Yeah, okay. yeah. so it's kind of, it's, it's a grammatical jokes, thing. Yeah. Joke, uh, <laughs> <laughs> our, our guest is Dan Burns. He's president of the Mifflin Township Historical Society, where we are rapidly running out of time here as I'm uh, making uh, ridiculous jokes. Um, give us that website address once again. Sure. It's www.mifflintownship, all one word, dot org. And anybody, this encompasses all of the municipalities from the Westmoreland or the Washington County line all the way up the Mon to River Hayes. on the Kennywood side, all the way to the city of Pittsburgh. Yes, parts and of Baldwin. Including the city of Pittsburgh, parts of Baldwin. Yeah, parts of Baldwin, um, uh, Hayes, Lincoln Place. And this old Mifflin Township, uh, what happened, and, and we'll have to really give the Reader's Digest condensed version here, what happened was these, these 13 other municipalities, they kind of nibbled off yes, they, pieces they, of Mifflin Township. Sure. They, they broke into their own, uh, into their own uh, governments uh, because, again, uh, you've got uh, industry being built in Homestead, industry yeah. being built in Monhall, Duquesne, so it, it behooved them uh, and behooved the, the leaders of those areas to form their own government, have their own tax base. Uh, they had residents moving in. Uh, they were getting uh, tax money uh, and, and, and income from the mill sites and the industry that was built, so it, it was purely an economic thing to become your own uh, your own uh, your own boss so so if you grew up or you live now or you're just interested in the history of any of these communities Dravosburg uh, Duquesne West Mifflin Borough Jefferson Hills Clareton uh, West Elizabeth I guess would be too yes uh, this is the place to come to, to do that research and, and find out more. It is, uh, except um, Jefferson has their own historical society. I believe Dravosburg has, a, and has Dravosburg, an too. And Dravosburg has, has a great society as well. Um, they put out a, an anniversary book, which was phenomenal, by the way. Um, and Jefferson also, too. They have, a, they have a lot of great volunteers, a lot of things going on. So, uh, and again, I mean, it's, it, you know, we're, we're, we, if, if there's anything that they ever need or supplement them, you know, we're, we're here, you know, I mean, again, we, we work together. We don't, mm -hmm. we don't uh, you know, as, as you and I had talked earlier, you know, if, 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 uh, if 
if we get something that's not specific to Mifflin Township, but with the McKee Sport, we'll certainly call the Heritage yeah. Center and make sure that, that they have it. Uh, well, you guys have it. If the Heritage Center uh, has something, you know, they'll give us a call. I mean, we work together to preserve history. That's that's what it's all about. But if uh, someone is curious about the history of uh, this Mifflin Township region, whether it's the Native American era or the mm -hmm. French and Indian War era, the yeah. uh, 19th century, the 20th century, now we're 14 years into the 21st century. Absolutely. Yeah, we have uh, it. Uh, our guest this morning on Radio 81 WEDO has been Dan Burns. He's president of the Mifflin Township Historical Society, uh, mifflintownship.org. And what hours are, are folks here if, if someone wanted to come down here and get involved? Right now we're here three days a week. Uh, we're here uh, Tuesday, Wednesday from 10 to 4. Mm -hmm. uh, Thursday we're here from noon until 8. But we're going to be expanding those hours. And again, you know, uh, working with, with volunteers and things, we need to, you know, and we need volunteers. That's, and I have, that's to, ca the I have thing. to caution people, too, that you've only been here... When we're taping this, a month and a half. Yes. So there's not a whole lot to see no. just yet. Yeah. Well, we're we're on our way. It's it, it's coming. Uh, and and uh, yeah. And, and again, the volunteers will help us put put things together and organize. And that's the biggest thing that we have to do right now is, is organization. I'd like to thank Dan Burns, our our guest this morning, president of the Mifflin Township Historical Society. You can visit them online at mifflintownship.com or find them on Facebook. Right. Dot org. Thank you very much. Sorry. Thank you. And thank you very much for coming. Thank you all very much for listening this morning to Radio 81, WEDO, and TubeCityOnline.com. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes, copyright 2014, Tube City Community Media, Incorporated, and produced in cooperation with Radio 81, WEDO. If you'd like to subscribe to the program, you can find us on Apple's iTunes and at Stitcher.com. Opinions expressed during Two Rivers 30 Minutes are those of the participants and are not those of Tube City Community Media or WEDO Radio, 810 Incorporated. Questions or comments, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA, 15134. You can call us at area code 412-614-9659 or email us at tubecitytiger at gmail.com. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online.